This is Dr. Gianfranco Froyo here to talk about our article published in the Aesthetic Surgery Journal, Management of Asymptomatic Patients with Textured Breast Implants, a survey analysis of members of the Aesthetic Society. The current estimated lifetime risk of developing breast implant-associated anaplastic large cell lymphoma in a patient with allergen biocell textured breast implants is six times higher than observed with implants from other manufacturers in the United States. In 2019, the FDA identified the voluntary allergen recall of biocell textured breast implants and tissue expanders as class one, indicating that the use of any biocell textured device may cause serious injuries or death. The FDA safety communication also includes recommendations for healthcare providers to discuss BIA ALCL risk in all current or potential breast implant patients, regardless of the type of breast implant. Despite the FDA recommendations against explantation in patients with no symptoms, no clear scientific data exists to provide guidance in the management of the asymptomatic textured implant patients seeking counseling or surgery to address concerns regarding BIA ALCL risk. The primary aim of the study was to elucidate trends in the management of asymptomatic textured implant patients by plastic surgeon, members of the Aesthetic Society. For methods, a 12-question survey focusing on management of asymptomatic patients with textured implants was formulated by the authors and approved for distribution by the St. Louis University Institutional Review Board and the Board of Directors for the Aesthetic Society. The survey was composed of questions regarding patient counseling, imaging modality selection, patient management, surgical procedure, and specialty management. The electronic survey was created with Qualtrics XM survey software and distributed to the members of the Aesthetic Society. The survey was distributed by email to 2,149 active and candidate members of the Aesthetic Society in the summer of 2020. Anonymous responses were collected by the Qualtrics XM software. The collected data were examined in terms of descriptive statistics analyzed for trends and responses. The results were reported as frequencies based on the number of valid responses for each question. Valid percentages are based on the number of actual responses for each question. Missing values were excluded from percentage calculations. Open-ended responses were examined for trends and summarized. All quantitative analyses were performed with IBM SPSS Statistics 26. Results. Of the 495 surveys opened, a total of 470 responses were collected with a calculated total response rate of 21.7%. 25 surgeons accessed the survey but did not respond to any of the questions therein. Other participants partially completed the survey with decreased levels of responsiveness as they progressed through the survey. Almost 5% of respondents reported financial interest or compensation from Allergan. Of those that responded, 97.9% .9 performed breast implant surgery. Nearly 94% of surgeons reported seeing patients with textured implants in the office, and 89% reported previous use of textured expanders or implants. 76 out of 413 surgeons reported having seen a patient with BIA ALCL. Respondents were prompted to evaluate how this may have impacted their future management of textured implant patients. 64 of the 76 surgeons who have seen a patient with BIA ALCL elected to respond to this question. Free text responses to this question tended to form four generalized groups, increased vigilance with more frequent clinical visits or imaging, cessation of textured implant use, recommendation to remove textured implant, or no change in practice pattern. 11% of respondents indicated disagreement with the current FDA recommendations against explantation and for continuing monitoring in the ATI patient. A follow-up question to evaluate the reason for disagreement demonstrated certain trends in the free text responses, including removal of all texture devices regardless of FDA recommendations and permitting the patient to decide. Regarding the preferred management for an asymptomatic patient with textured implants, 
presenting with concerns regarding the potential risk of BIALCL, nearly 12% of surgeons who accessed the survey did not provide a response to this question. 60% of respondents stated they would like to educate the patient on risks, signs, and symptoms of BIALCL with future clinical follow-up. 28% of respondents stated they would recommend obtaining imaging with breast implant magnetic resonance imaging and or breast implant ultrasound in addition to patient education regarding the risks, signs, and symptoms of BIALCL. 2% stated they would educate the patient and recommend implant explantation without capsulectomies. 2% of respondents would educate and recommend implant explantation with partial capsulectomies. 5% of respondents would educate and recommend implant explantation with total capsulectomies. Lastly, 1.6% of respondents would educate the patient and recommend implant explantation with M-block capsulectomies. Of those patients presented with concerns regarding potential risk of BIALCL but not seeking surgery at the time of initial consultation, 47.1% of respondents estimated that 81 to 100% of these patients follow recommendation provided to the patient regarding management. Regarding the management of the asymptomatic patient with textured implants requesting surgery secondary to the potential risk of BIALCL, there were 71 absent responses to this question, which were excluded as part of the valid percentage calculations. 24% of respondent surgeons to this question stated they would elect to educate the patient on risks, signs, and symptoms of BIALCL with clinical follow-up for surveillance. 18% of participants stated they would educate the patient on risks, signs, and symptoms of BILCL, and recommend obtaining a breast MRI and or breast ultrasound. Almost 58% of the respondents would recommend some form of breast implant explantation procedure. 9% of respondents stated they would educate and recommend implant explantation without capsulectomies. 10% would educate and recommend implant explantation with partial capsulectomies. 30% would educate and recommend implant explantation with total capsulectomies. 7% would educate the patient and recommend implant explantation with M-block capsulectomies. Nearly 51% of respondents estimate that 81 to 100% of patients requesting implant explantation follow the provider recommendations at the time of initial consultation. 78 participants in the survey did not respond to the question related to breast implant capsule management evaluation. And these 78 were excluded as part of the valid percent calculation. The preferred method for management of the breast implant capsule at the time of textured breast implant explantation varied significantly between the 417 respondents to this question. 15% of respondents elected for gross inspection only. Almost 5% would perform gross inspection and multiple random punch biopsies. Nearly 5% of respondents perform anterior capsulectomy only. 24% of respondents prefer anterior capsulectomy with limited posterior capsulectomy. 30.9% would perform total capsulectomy, including all of the anterior and posterior capsules, whereas 20.6% of respondents would perform an N-block capsulectomy. The preferred management of the capsulectomy specimen demonstrated less variability because 81.3% of surgeons respond to this question elect for capsule evaluation by a local pathologist. 7% send the specimen to a specialized BIALCL treatment facility. 11% elect for gross capsule inspection alone with a without a pathologist referral. Discussion. As a result of the FDA-prompted voluntary recall of biocell textured surface breast implants and tissue expanders by Allergan, clinical management of the asymptomatic textured implant patient presenting for counseling or surgery has become a challenge for plastic surgeons. Despite the National Cancer Comprehensive Network consensus guidelines regarding both diagnosis and treatment of BIALCL, 
There are no definitive scientific data to provide guidance in the management of asymptomatic textured implant patients. The current paucity of literature creates a complex and challenging conundrum in the management of these patients who present requesting either counseling or surgical intervention. Although expert recommendations regarding the clinical management of ATI patients have been published by McGuire et al., the recommendations are inherently limited by the lack of high-level scientific evidence. Media coverage of the Allergan Biocell Textured Implant Recall, letters distributed by Allergan to patients with textured biocell implants, and professional plastic surgery sites have all served to increase public awareness of the potential malignancy risk related to textured breast implant devices. Despite the low reported risk of developing BIALCL, there still remains the potential emotional burden that a textured implant may place on both the patient and the patient's family members. All official FDA announcements thus far recommend that patients with questions regarding management of their textured breast implants should speak with a healthcare provider. Although the FDA does not address explantation or capsulectomies in asymptomatic textured implant patients. The lack of FDA guidelines for the ATI patient creates a new and challenging clinical decision-making process for the surgeon and patient regarding textured breast implants, regardless of whether the patient is seeking only counseling or pursuing explantation. This has led to our anecdotal experience of greatly increased numbers of clinical visits from concerned patients who seek counseling, surgical intervention, or both. Our study evaluates practice trends and highlights how the current lack of evidence has led to considerable variability in the non-surgical and surgical management of these patients by surveyed plastic surgeons. Our survey data demonstrate a predominance of non-surgical management, 88.8%, with either clinical follow-up, 60.4%, or follow-up with breast implant MRI and or breast implant ultrasonography, 28.4%, for the concerned asymptomatic textured implant patient who does not request surgical intervention. Breast implant imaging modalities may allay concerns for the surgeon or patient, but imaging frequency and total amount of time to monitor for BIALCL remain unanswered because the mean time from textured device placement to presentation of BIALCL is reported to be approximately 10 years. A minority of plastic surgeons, 11.2% in our survey, recommended operative intervention for the asymptomatic concerned patient who is not directly seeking surgery at the time of consultation. Contrarily, there is a notably higher rate of 57.6% of who recommend explantation surgery for the asymptomatic patients seeking surgery with variability in the type of capsulectomy. Although the majority of surgeons surveyed opt for more invasive capsulectomy techniques, either total capsulectomy or M-block resection at the time of explantation, a remaining question is whether capsulectomies have any prophylactic utility in the ATI patient. A recent 51 publication review by Swanson et al. concludes that implant removal or exchange is a viable option for women who do not demonstrate capsular pathology because capsulectomy introduces unnecessary additional morbidity for the asymptomatic patient. Additionally, Swanson et al. comment that N-block resections be performed exclusively only on patients who have been diagnosed with BIALCL. The rationale underlying prophylactic capsulectomy in asymptomatic patients is currently not yet addressed by scientific studies, and further research is needed to determine the efficacy of these procedures. If proceeding with capsulectomy, the vast majority of respondents in our study send the capsule specimen for pathologic examination either to a local pathologist or a specialized facility. Interestingly, our survey revealed that 11% of surgeons perform gross inspection of the specimen without further pathologic workup. The fact that nearly 1 in 10 surgeons will perform explantation for patients concerned about BILCL risk but do not send capsule specimens for pathologic workup reflects the minimal evidence available to guide the plastic surgeon 
despite the plethora of information regarding proper pathologic evaluation of fluid and capsule and BILCL. The free tech responses at the end of the survey are challenging to represent in a codified manner, but highlight treatment bias, the need for higher level evidence, and confusion regarding FDA recommendations. This study has several limitations. The survey was formulated by the participating authors and a statistician without a validated instrument or pilot study. This limited the, the ability to provide questions or expand the survey to prevent omission of potential information that may have been gleaned from performing a pilot study. Our survey was limited to 12 questions to decrease questionnaire length and alleviate the response burden, which may potentially increase response rate at the expense of altering validity and reliability. The limitations inherent to survey-based studies and as demonstrated in our study include response bias, non-response bias, and a potential recall bias with respect to presentation responses. Our survey is limited by a sampling bias secondary to inclusion of only members of the Aesthetic Society, potentially excluding reconstructive cases or other plastic surgeons without membership. Additionally, free text responses did not provide objective data for analysis of specific questions in the survey, but did provide an interesting perspective from the individual responses. Conclusions. There is a paucity of scientific evidence regarding the management of textured breast devices in the asymptomatic patient presenting with concerns regarding BILCL risk or requesting surgical intervention. Our study attempted to identify current practice trends among members of the Aesthetic Society. The data revealed heterogeneity in non-operative and operative management of ATI patients and further highlight the lack of evidence on this topic.